Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pixel Refresh Podcast. I'm your host, Marco Rodriguez, and I'm joined, as always, by none other than the amazing Mario Amaral. What is going on, buddy? Wagwanin, wagwanin, bro. Bro, wagwanin. Tell me something about it. It's all right, man. How are you? Good, good. Um, We have a bunch of seemingly unrelated topics today, um, but... They don't involve Apple, so that should be a blessing in disguise. Uh, one of them involves Apple. I mean, I mean extensively about Apple. Okay. We're not talking about Apple. Let's be clear. Um. Yeah. So, how are things? Let's start there. Things, things, things are fine. It's uh, it's been a little interesting uh, at the workplace. How come? Just a lot of uh. Remember, I told you some changes were coming, and hopefully, they'd be for the for the best. Yes. Yeah, we talked about it. Just like you're going through some changes in in your workplace. I don't know. It's been a little bit like um, it's been a little bit weird. So we had our annually annually meeting, which should be like actually twice a year. Okay. Um, and uh, basically, last year's. So I've only I've actually just first of all, let me start off with saying, I just. On Tuesday or Monday, I can't remember, was my one-year anniversary. So it's been one year I'm at this uh, this job at the moment. Okay. So, you know, yeah, that a year flies by. Doesn't it, doesn't it feel like I haven't been there for a year? So it's it's been a year that I'm at this at this new job now. And, um, you know, it's, it's weird for me because probably like my last job, I was there for 10 years. And then prior to that, I was there for like a good amount of time too. So... You know, it, it, it's been a year. It feels like it passed by really fast. So congrats. Congrats on you. making thank a year. You. Yeah. So we had our annually meeting when I first started there, basically. And the meeting was, hey, they just introduced uh, RSPs and they match up to your salary, not your salary, your uh, your amount before any overtime or anything, what you make yearly. Yeah. At 2.25%, I think it was. And now they've upped that to, I think, 3.25 or 3.35 so, or something Dang. like that. So, it was, yeah, it was good. that's good news, right? But um, then they start telling us how the industry of, uh, you know, recycling isn't doing that well with uh, fiber. So, fiber is uh, cardboard, basically, right? That's okay. That's terminology used for it in the industry is like fibers. That's what we sell. We sell fibers. We don't really sell fibers. The company's so big that they have mills as well. So we also produce products. We buy, um, you know, fibers, uh, aka cardboard, from our the own company itself. Just different divisions, right? One is like, um, yeah, you know, recovery, uh, which is uh, us recovery pl- uh, plus, which is like uh, we're recovering the material. They, they, they're still called recovery, but I think we're the main recovery. And then they're just making new new items out of the recovered. Uh, you know, fiber, but fiber has gone down because there's like a situation with China and of course a lot of pollution over there and them trying to fix their system up. So they used to buy a lot of fiber from, let's say like America and Canada and a bunch of, uh, you know, places, but their standards for like, you know, plastic fiber, it's gone up because of the pollution situation. Right. So they used to buy okay. like pretty much anything at any grade and used to buy a lot. Well, I think they, they said they were going to stop buying fiber, you know, from other countries or at least to minimize it big time starting 2020 or completely stop. Well, before that, they've put up their standards like crazy. So yeah, there's different qualities of fiber. You know, there's there's fiber that's like, let's say, uh, pure. So like when when the fiber is taken to a mill, 
um, you know, if there's too much plastic garbage mixed in, some places don't have the the machinery to clean out that fiber so that they can use it to recycle it. Yeah. Some do, so some can't take it. But the more pure it is, the more it's worth. So let's just say by ton, a ton of fiber used to be worth, let's say, a hundred. This is just an example, $150, and now it's like at, you know, $90. Okay. So that's like a hit to the company. So the company tells us they're not doing that well. And therefore, like certain things, you know, are getting cut off a little bit. Like even in my circumstances, I'm feeling it like some of my overtime has been cut off and it's hitting me where it hurts. Right. Cut off so, as in like you're no longer able to. Uh, no, no, I'm still doing it as of now. I don't know how much more it's going to get cut off. But like there's a one point I'm used to doing like a full 10 hours. I was only doing five. Right? Oh. So it's like, yeah. So it, it hit me in that sense. And just so like they're the, limiting how much overtime you can do. How much overtime. Not limiting, but like they're just cutting it off, period. Like it's not like, oh, oh, you in particular as a person can only do this much. It's just like let's say you were there at uh like a, on a weekend when they're doing overtime and it would be like 20 people. Now there's like 10 people. And those oh, 10 people okay. are sharing with the other 10 instead of all being at the same shift you're getting half they're getting half i see kind of thing not not, that's not exactly how it's working but that's an example right yeah it varies well i don't want to get into like major details but yeah it's just it's just been a little bit like you don't know where it is but then you hear uh you know my other co-workers are like this is bullshit basically like yeah this has happened in the past the company's been around for like so many years and it's weird because at my my uh job right now there's a lot of talk about employees before this even came up about employees trying to get union in there okay they're the the employees are kind of like uh there's different divisions within even the same recovery plant like there's the driver section you know the people who work inside the plant the people who work in the office it's all different right yeah so, so the the drivers just initially just officially passed getting uh unionized unionized right so now like the plant workers are talking about it and they're like yo maybe we want this too and for a company if anybody knows for a company union is kind of like the worst thing that could happen they don't like union you know what i mean there's there's a lot of issues that come with union that they like want to surpass because it's easier to do what they want to do if there's no union yeah so yeah it's, it's just one of those moments where people actually after this and the company saying well we're not doing that way but we'll make it through you know what i mean because we're a huge company and other smaller companies will be in debt and we're not all this all this shit right and then i thought like maybe after this meeting people would be like hey um you know maybe this isn't the year that we go get union or that anybody asks for any more money or anything and, and but no that's not what happened people are just like it's bullshit we want union and this is exactly why, because it's bullshit. And it's just a way of, like, you know, controlling your people. I mean, but, that's how but some get, people feel. But getting a union, how is that going to fix the fact that fibers are not as... Like, that's not going to change that. I don't think, I don't think that's... The, that, that's not the reason for the union. There's a lot of reasons people want union. But I think some people feel like they're fairly unpaid. And they think, like, maybe the company is bringing up this fiber situation just as an excuse of why... You're kind okay. of fairly unpaid, you know, like, well, I we're see, not I doing see. that well. And it's like, well, maybe not this division. Maybe that's gone down, but it's not the first time it's gone down. And when it was really high, nobody got a raise either. Right. So yeah, it's yeah. not like, oh, when fiber was worth, you know, almost two hundred dollars a ton. Nobody came around and goes, we're doing really well. Everyone's getting, you know, a little bump. Y'all get a bonus. Yeah, You know, it was yeah. like, well, we're doing good, you know, keep doing great job. And but you're definitely 
willing to tell us when we're not doing well, right? And when you can't give us something, but you yeah, never, yeah, yeah, you know. And then again, I've only been there for a year, so I can't speak for anybody else. But I'm talking about coworkers that have been there for years. So what is what is like John's insight on this? Well, like what is, how does he's not John at work feel? right now? Right? Why is he not at work? He's in paternity leave. Oh, but he's I mean, if he was at work, what do you think he would say? I don't is, know. He's is been he there. considered he's been there. a driver? Is he unionized? No, no. No, he's not a driver. So driver is actually like shipping. Like, oh, shipping. Okay. Like going over the border and taking, you know, tons of yeah, 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 yeah. cardboard and other materials, stuff like that. That would be, he's, uh, he's a plant worker and he, uh, he's been there for 20 years. Yeah. So, he so knows he's the seen ups the ins and outs. Sure, yeah, yeah, exactly. He knows the ups and downs. He knows the transition of, you know, different companies buying different companies and all that. Right. But just last year, it's funny because. Uh, looking at like uh, the company on the stock market, it yeah. was one of their best years last year. You know what I mean? And then yeah, this yeah. year, yeah, they've gone down a little bit. And I'm actually thinking they might go a little bit lower and then I'll buy stocks into the company. But um, a share, sorry. Uh, and it's it's just like, uh, you know, last year was one of your best years. And I understand it's like it doesn't mean it was our division. Maybe our division is suffering a little bit, right? But it's Yeah, like, it's just representative of yeah, the company as of a the whole. the company as a whole. Right. Anyways, I don't want to spend too much time on talking about. No, my... I mean it's really intriguing because, like, you don't, you know what I mean. Like, most people don't get the insight into like that type of field no. of work, right? Like, I mean, you recycle your shit, and then or companies recycle their shit, and you would just assume it goes somewhere. But it's funny because at this meeting, uh, it's kind of like a, an open room at the end, and I'm pretty sure you've had these meetings as well, where they're just like. Anybody any questions, say, yeah, yeah. Any questions, anything, you know, maybe any any help or solutions to certain things. To there's that things one guy who's like, uh, yeah, um, first off, I want to say fuck you, Greg, and uh, <laughs> and uh, we should get unionized. But besides that, um, when is our bonus going to hit? Yeah, I, I just think like um, a lot of people, first of all, not a lot of people said much on my shift. So they did like three different meetings, of course, because this is literally a 24 hour yeah. One plant, right? It's three shifts. And um, I brought up, you know, something and I was told, you know, that's just a commodity. I was basically like, I'm just wondering if we're into the straw business because everywhere I go now, I'm starting to see these paper straws. And, you know, I'm assuming companies are going to be using millions and billions of these, especially when big chains like McDonald's, Harvey's, all these companies are using paper straws. I don't know if McDonald's is yet. McDonald's um, isn't, but I know Harvey's isn't. is. Harvey's, um, a lot of other companies I've seen use uh, paper straws. I think even Eastside Mario's, uh, cer certain companies. Yeah, a, a lot, lot of, of restaurants going, are moving right. towards paper straws, or they'll only give you a paper straw if you ask for if a straw. If you ask for a paper straw, yeah. But, like, yeah. I mean, takeout, you're still going to need those straws, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And some companies, like, uh, they just don't give you a straw, period. They just expect you to... But like, you know, I said, you know, are we in that industry? You know, being a recovery company, uh, that's something that's, you know, first of all, a good, it's a good look on us because, you know, it's Earth Day, I think either is coming up or just passed or something. I'm I like, think it just passed. It just passed. So it's like, you know, this is kind of like, it's a selling point. We're, we're talking about the new generation who wants to save the Earth. Uh, you know, all this, we definitely want this to be a saving point. We are about saving the earth, which is kind of our motto already. So let's let's get into the industry where we're also helping with the straws, you know, but I guess like there's already companies out there doing it. 
and they kind of own their market. But I was just told, oh, that's a commodity. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we're not going to get into that. I lied. I heard, it, it, Earth Day is tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> I did hear that we uh, possibly they're getting into, uh, you know, when you go buy like meats. Yeah. I like Walmart and stuff. They come in like that, that styrofoam stuff and that's not recyclable. Yeah. yeah. Um, and styrofoam in general is not recyclable. Right. Which people don't understand. There's a lot of items people think are recyclable or not. But um, that's funny. I think uh, there's talks on working on like an alternative, maybe made out of, um, you know, fiber, like cardboard that will be able to be thrown into a recycling bin. Cool. And that's a lot of uh, people don't realize that's a lot of uh, reusable uh, fiber that, you know, instead of going to a landfill, we can recycle it. Yeah. Hell yeah. I totally but I think agree. Like, one of the one of it. the talks too we have is like customers we, we pick up from big companies. I don't want to name any names out there because like it's not my you know my place, but like we work with some really big companies and sometimes loads come, and they're very what we call dirty loads and basically too much mixed together. Like we we get dirty loads. We have sorters. It's not a sorting line. It's actually people, believe it or not, picking yeah, plastic so for, and garbage. For those listening, what he means is there are mixed types of materials. So you'll get plastic and fiber all in one, and all that's not one. what you want. You, know, you maybe want them some separated. Garbage. Yeah, you know, even different types of plastic. You want them separated. And I heard that, you know, we it used to be a lot better, but slowly it's it's gotten worse. And I think that comes down to the level of sales as well. You get a customer and you, as a salesperson, I'm assuming just like any other company, there's there's going to be a commission. And once you get them, you know, you tell them, hey, you got to make sure loads are picked up and dropped off and everything is. But once they start doing whatever they want, you got your commission already. You kind of don't care. And I could be wrong. I don't want to throw anyone under the bridge. But yeah, yeah. somebody's responsible for n- making sure these customers, and that's not on our end, are bringing in the stuff. Because if you get, let's say, um, and and. and this is kind of where it works out too. You get like a truck that's got a few tons of material in it. And, uh, you know, you think you're getting, let's say, I don't know, um, 30 tons of fiber. And then you end up getting 10 tons and the rest of it is unusable, unusable because it's garbage that weighs a lot. And, uh, you basically have to throw that out. We do also have garbage. You have to pay to throw that out. Right. So now you're losing money. If that makes sense on that load especially when fiber's down when it when you're paying for a certain tonnage of one material and they're saying 90% of that is fiber and then you're finding out that only 30% of that is fiber something yeah, has to be that right? that sucks like that is that is a situation in which like that's a broken system though that's yeah, somebody definitely. not Definitely. You know what I mean? Because, but, again, these people get paid. I'm assuming you pay them for the material that they send you or or vice or or they pay you right and so if they're if they're sending you something and then filling it half with something else then they like how are you going to quote them for taking right you know, and don't properly? get me wrong that's that's definitely like uh, just me giving you random numbers because it's probably not that bad or, no 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 i totally get it but it, that's yeah. that's the point right is like if i were to it's the same as like if I go to sell you on eBay a PlayStation 4, but I fill the box with bricks and a and and fucking, you know, paper, right? Like it's as heavy as a PlayStation 4, but there's not a PlayStation 4 in there, right? And I and you just paid $400 for it. Right. Like that's it's like kind of the same thing where it's like I'm going to pay you for 2 tons of fiber, you know, or you're going to pay me for 2 tons of fiber. But, uh, you know, you're not giving me two tons of fiber. You're giving me 
uh, a ton and a half of fiber and the rest is plastic mixed in, right? So how am I able to charge you for taking it, you know, if if you're not giving me what you said you were giving me, right? Yeah. It's weird because, like, I work in one section of the plant, you know, like a, an operator for a, a baler machine, and, and I'm basically... yeah. I'm I'm producing the bales of this, you know, fiber or whatever material goes into the machine. And I really don't have much knowledge on everything else, but I've become so curious that I'm always asking. You know what I mean? Like we do like certain there's like we do a lot of fiber, but there's like um so cardboard. There's cardboard that's called wax cardboard and that's like you ever see those like cardboard boxes that are wax? It's it's like uh they use it for like grocery like right? uh so something that do, like they don't bananas want the box and to get stuff. Wet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's to so, protect the box from sagging and stuff. Yeah. In in our industry of recovery, that's worth like almost nothing. You know what I mean? That's like worth nothing because you can't really you can't res- really recover it. Right. You can't really recover it. So th- I've always wondered like we make bales that are just wax, and I'm like, what do we do with these? You know what I mean? It's like, w- well, they come mixed in, of course, from like big customers we have yeah we put it to the side we bail it separately and then the weird thing is i'm like are these worth more a a ton than the other material it's like no they're worth less sometimes nothing but we rather even if we wanted to we rather give it to a customer for free than have to throw it out because that's a lot of weight that we have to pay for to throw because wax is a lot of weight yeah, right? like that yeah, yeah. that that same size bale in in fiber, just pure fiber without it being waxed. Let's say it weighs like eight hundred pounds versus that other bale that has wax on it. Same size will weigh like a thousand and something pounds, right? Yeah. And yeah. if you throw that out, you have to pay for that thousand and something because it's by weight. You have to pay for that thousand and something uh, garbage removal. Yeah. So why not give it to someone for free? Because I always wonder why the hell do we give it for free? Yeah, so believe it or yeah, not, so, a lot yeah. of that a lot of that wax uh, thing. A lot of that wax fiber is actually used for insulation. Oh, so really? It's used like for it's like shredded uh, and turned it's shredded into something and, else. and turned into like one of those spray insulations. Oh, okay. Yeah, so okay, so it's not going to waste at least. No, it's not going to waste, right? That's cool. Yeah, Fun facts, of, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I think we shouldn't call this. Sh- we we don't want to turn this into you know Mario's bullshit work stuff. No, episode. Mario's interesting work stuff. If you if you're into recovery, which I know like we're in the in the place right now, I don't remember. I just was because uh, Earth Day's coming up, I guess, and there was that song. Uh, you know that song by Little Nicky, yeah, Little Dicky, Little Dicky. Hello. I don't know who Little Nicky is. But. Yeah, no, Little Dicky. <laughs> what did he said? Some like he he shot out some numbers yeah. saying like scientists say like by blah 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 the Earth. Yeah, will be. like in seven years we can f- we can correct what we've done. So, let's but also start if doing we it. don't like in this many years the Earth is gonna be gone, kind yeah. of thing. You know what I mean? Well, and it's like it's awareness. You know, I'm in the business where. We try to prevent that. We try to reuse. Bro, and that is why Elon Musk is making rockets, so we can get the fuck off this planet and destroy <laughs> another one, bro. Elon Musk. I, I, I'll i never forget the interview where uh, some of his, like, idols, like, uh, you know, astronauts didn't agree with him making spaceships to go up to space and, like, commercializing it. And they didn't agree with him, and it kind of like devastated him. He almost cried in that interview. He did cry in that. interview. He did cry, right? Yeah, he <laughs> did cry in that interview. It's like his idols think what he's doing is wrong, and he's like, "Oh my god, like why, bro?" Like, it's because I, you know, every I know a bunch of people who believe like the moon landing was faked, right? 
And so these guys are like, oh, shit, they're going to go out there and yeah, find out we were never there. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're going to, someone's actually going to go to the moon and they're going to discover that no one was ever there. <laughs> and then the moon and landing like a, was totally fake. A whole nother race of like, <laughs> of like humans that have already been there years like ago. Like all the craters the on the moon are not craters. They're actually like human beings piled together. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, straight up. Um, but yeah, let's, let's move on. Um, but so before we move on, how's yeah. everything with you? Uh, good, good, good. good. Um, awesome. yeah, things are good. I can't complain. Um, I'm, I haven't really been playing a lot of games other than Clash Royale, which I get really mad at, which I need to chill out on. But, um, mobile game you're talking about. It's a mobile game. Yeah. yeah. I it's a mobile I strategy game. And... Yeah, I mean, besides that, I've been trying to tinker with my podcasting setup, see what works best, see what I can improve. I'm going to get back into, like, streaming and YouTube video making or content creation in general, I'm hoping. Um, And, yeah, so as of today, like, I got a new interface because I got one for free from... Uh, my mom's boyfriend Ruben but it's been giving me a lot of issues and it's kind of not worth the headache and I've always really wanted a sort of portable podcasting setup so I picked up something called a Zoom H6 um, and this is a portable recorder that has four XLR inputs that allow me to record four separate microphones so if I ever need to be or if I ever want to record a podcast at like your house or um, you know, if we're with a couple of people and we decide we want to record something, we totally can. So, cool. uh, it sort of gives me the freedom to take my podcasting setup wherever I go and it's super lightweight and I don't have to worry about, you know, um, uh, I don't have to worry about bringing a, a gigantic interface with me everywhere and all that. So. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what I've been up to pretty much lately. Uh, and then this past weekend it was uh, my wife's birthday, so so we've yes. just been chilling out, having some fun, doing stuff for her birthday, going out to dinner, you know, the awesome. usual. So, um, yeah. So besides that, I haven't really done anything. I'm super stoked. We get to see Avengers next week. Yes, Avengers. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's, see, I'm kind of in that whole. I have not watched Captain Marvel. Is that going to mess me up? Um, It's an introduction story. It's just going to tell you who she is. And you don't really need to know that if you kind of already have an idea of who she is. Like, I really want to watch it. Doesn't, like, it doesn't tie into the Avengers in any sort of way, other I than might, the fact that she's in the Avengers. I might force myself this Tuesday. Just hit it up. Yeah, do might, it. might force myself this Tuesday. Uh, Yeah, so I'm I'm super excited about that. Super excited. Super excited about our double date period. I've been trying to not, like, watch anything. You know, like, see anything. I heard there was, like, a a scene out there that ruined something. And then I've never seen it or even seen it posted up or even seen a link to see it. But I I, I remember uh, hearing about it, I think, on the the radio. They're like, well, somebody leaked. Yeah, there was a a bunch of leaks. Oh, was there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even interested. Like, I want to be. But I've been, like... I have to be cognizant of what I'm doing on Twitter. I like I literally don't want to spoil anything for myself. Right. So so yeah, that that's kind of like what I've been doing. Super stoked for that. I can't wait to watch that. Can't wait. I'm probably just nervous about one thing. What? And it's that I have like the bladder of a two year old. 
and the movie is supposedly like three plus hours. It's so, yeah, it's just just over three hours, slightly I'm over three hours. I'm thinking of like super dehydration that day. I mean, you should drink something and then <laughs> uh, bring in a bladder bag, right? And then just pee right inside the theater. Yeah, I'm definitely. I don't know. I usually am one of those <laughs> I'll people consider at the it. end of at the end of the movie. I'm like, oh my Jesus, oh my Jesus. There's something after the credits. I gotta go to the washroom. And even if I don't drink that much, it's just like my body's like, yeah, you've been sitting for quite a while. We, you know, it's time to go to the washroom. Yeah. And yeah. then I get there and it's like a, a two second freaking release. And I'm like, holy moly, I feel great. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me, buddy? Yeah. So we'll, we'll figure that out when it comes. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Like out of all the problems to have in life, it's definitely that you got to go pee during a great movie and you don't want to miss a scene. But uh, yeah. I'd say let, let's talk about some tech. Yeah. Let's get on. We're like 25 minutes into this podcast. Yeah, and- we're going we're gonna to jump <laughs> straight into conspiracy theory territory. And we're going to jump on the uh, Amazon staff listening to customers. Alexa recordings reports. Well, this is not, this is not um, a, a, what do you call it, conspiracy. This is legit. No, no, I I'm not Amazon- saying that it's not happening, but I mean, oh, okay. people are going to take this to an extent. I, I went through and I read this article and uh, uh, I'm going to start off by saying, if you didn't think people were listening to you, uh, you shouldn't have bought an Alexa because... You know what? I'll be, I'll be, uh, can I say something? Yeah. I'll be 100% honest. I didn't think people were listening. I thought, I thought machines were listening. I thought machines were going in, through the clips and machines were picking In up. order to teach the machines, we need people to teach the machines. I did not think thousands of people in rooms around the world were listening to snippets of conversations. Well, they have to. You know, you may ask a thing that, you know, yeah, and you've had this before, like the difference is like Siri's bad, but like Siri, you'll say something to Siri and she's like, sorry, I don't know what the fuck you're saying, right? Whereas when you have a live product like an Alexa or Google Home, you can basically just get someone to pick up that. And, oh, this this ran into an error. What happened here? And then you'll you'll have somebody just transcribe what what was said to right. the machine so that it so, knows next so time. that it knows the next time you ask. Right. So yes, yeah, so we understand. I think people are just like there's a lot of um, people out there that are like, hey Alexa. How do I murder my wife? And Alexa's like, I don't understand. Then the snippet goes out to someone. You imagine being the other person on that. You imagine being the other person on that end who has to listen. Alexa's to the just like, I am calling the police. <laughs> but on that on that other on that other end where they have to tr- uh, they have to like translate this. Yeah. And they're like, how do I tell the computer? Like, how do I tell how Alexa do I that trans- next time she? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, how, how do I, do I transcribe, transcribe this? this? So that Alexa knows next time she hears something creepy like this, she got to call the police. You call know the I mean? popo right now. But like even like just like the amount of different type of voices and like maybe some creepy shit that's been said that well, definitely Alexa doesn't. The, the thing know, about comprehend. like the thousands of people is that it's mostly different languages in different areas of the right. world. Right. So like when you ask Alexa something in Spanish, they need Spanish workers to translate that for Alexa. Right. So. Um, so, you know, it's funny, uh, two employees told Bloomberg they heard what they believed to be sexual assault. Amazon reported 
Amazon reportedly told them it wasn't the company's job to interfere. Yeah, that's what I heard too. They're actually not allowed to call the authorities or say anything yeah. to the even if they heard like a, a murder going on, a woman screaming and freaking getting murdered because for some reason during that whole, you know, let's say scenario, Alexa thought it heard its name and it started listening. Yeah. Which it's listening all the time, but I mean it started recording the the snip. And all of a sudden, it's like this woman getting murdered. And it continues listening because if she's screaming, it's trying to figure out what she's saying. Yeah, definitely. And that would be creepy. Like, how could you go home and sleep knowing you that you can't like, do nothing they... about it? Because right now, Amazon is saying, yes, these snippets are going on, but there's a nothing connected to them to let them know who they belong to. Yeah, it's like it's a very weird scenario, right? Like, it's creepy to think that someone's listening to you. But on the other hand, like... There, there are like safeguards, right? Like there, like you've agreed to something by using the product, you know, like a privacy policy and a terms of conditions, right? Yeah. That whole time you skip through accept, accept, accept. Yeah. Yeah. And so there, there's, there's a part of that that basically says that like, Hey, these people are listening from a, uh, access to information perspective in order to teach the AIs how to respond to something but they're like, from my understanding, like Amazon has like strict operational safeguards and they have like a zero tolerance policy for abusing that system. Right. So rest assured, most of the employees who are listening to your content are not going to use it in a nefarious way. You know what I mean? They're right. there to just do a job, teach this machine how to do something and then, you know, move on to the next snippet. Right. Uh, and it is unfortunate. You get into this weird situation, right? It is kind of an, it's creepy that someone can, you know, listen to these snippets. But on the other end of the spectrum, like we were just talking about, what if you are being murdered or if you are being sexually assaulted and nobody intervenes, right? Nobody. Like they've heard a snippet of this, but they're not allowed to do anything about it, right? And who's, who, who really suffers from that like if you've been murdered you're not suffering anymore i mean it well it's tragic. alexa because alexa got to witness the entire thing and she can't do anything about it no and all seriousness this person's <laughs> got to go home knowing yeah no like, don't get me wrong we're definitely. over here talking about no, no definitely i totally agree with you i i we're absolutely over here talking about someone getting murdered and someone having to listen to the clip or sexually assaulted or whatever the circumstances but we're talking probably 99% of the, even 99.9% .9 of the time, they're just stupid snippets of things that either Alexa picked up and it wasn't even being called, or it would just didn't understand because of whatever the way the person said, asked the question. So that's what they're there for. Hey, this is what they asked. So next time this happens, yeah. answer it with this. But we're talking 99.9% .9 of the time, most likely it's a boring ass job. Yeah, or you're just getting all these. So guys, we're talking about it's, all these it's data yeah. entry. That's literally what yeah. it is. It's data entry. You hear a thing, it's, you you transcribe it. But for those who don't know, transcribe basically means you translate and and scribe it. You like you write it down. So you're basically listening to a thing. You're writing what you heard, and you're sending it to the machine so that it knows that whenever you hear something along the lines of this, it means this. And uh, trust me, it's not the only company doing it, and maybe with voice, but there's so many other ways, whether it's photos, videos, you know what I mean? There's 
You just when look you to share Google. something. Yeah, when you share something, or you're getting so, a service. So, for, just a fun fact for anybody: if you ever fill out one of those captchas, you know, it says "I'm not a robot," and you click it, right. and it asks you to select pictures. It's like show me all the ones that are street lights, right? You are teaching an algorithm, an AI, what street lights are. That's what that is. That's what you are doing. You are really? telling it. You are telling it. This is what a street light looks like. And then they get granular when they show you one photo in a grid, right? And they tell you, select the squares that are this thing. You know, select the squares with cars in them. And you go in and you select the squares with cars in them. They're feeding that into an AI so that AI knows what cars are, right? That's crazy. I did not know what that was. I and I'm, was just and I'm assuming they're feeding that data into Waymo, their self-autonomous vehicles, to teach them what, what a stoplight is, what street signs are, what what cars are, what a storefront is, right? So that it's so aware. So let me ask you a question. If you just hit any pictures, it would still be correct? What do you mean if you hit any? what you hit. If you hit the like wrong ones? Did, yeah. If you hit the wrong ones, it won't work. Like it, it, like it, it, but if you're teaching it what a stoplight is, let's say, for example, but or what But from a, a fundamental is, perspective, it kind of already knows what it's looking for. It just wants to confirm. Yeah, exactly. AKA confirm that you're it, not a stupid AI as well. That you're not a robot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so if you were to select everything that's not a stoplight and try to verify, it would it would know I'm guessing it cross references against other selections. You know, they right. probably showed this to someone else and they selected the right one. And so that is their uh that is their test case. And they're like, okay. okay, if you go outside of this test case, then you're wrong and then you're not a human, right? Sometimes I get them. See, it's weird about those. Is sometimes I get them correct, and then another one pops up immediately, and it tells you to pick again a different item this time. And I'm like, "Yo, I definitely picked all the stoplights." Why? Well, the they they want you again? to teach it like real good. Right. That's what I'm saying. So like, they're actually you're just working for them. <laughs> yeah. You're it's the same thing. It's the same them. thing with back in the day when the capture was just like a picture of a house, right? And it had like, what are the numbers on the house? You know what I mean? Like seven, right. six, eight. And they would ask you to put seven, six, eight. And that, that's literally what you were doing. You were teaching it how to identify a house number uh, from like a blurry photo like that. Damn, like straight up. We were helping these AIs get smarter. And yeah. Helping them take over. Yo. The AIs are really <laughs> intelligent, you know, and there's like I was looking at, um, you know, YouTube's AI, right? How copyright strikes work, right? Or how copyright detection works, right? And so basically, you know, it doesn't see the full image of the copyrighted material, right? It samples pixels in three areas of the screen. And if they match 100% to something that already exists, then they, uh, they detect it as copyright material, right? And there's all these different news channels who have found a way around this, who can report on the same content in the same way without getting copyright striked or uh, striked or um, or taken down or their videos taken down. Mm. And it's really interesting. You'll see this technique worked. Um, you know, you'll go to watch something on YouTube like uh, you know highlights from WWE's WrestleMania, right? And you've probably come across this. It's like the full screen, but the actual video of the WrestleMania is in the bottom corner or somewhere randomly on the screen. The background that it's on top of is moving and there's like a moving element somewhere else. Right. Right. And so the reason they do that is because 
the actual pixels of these moving components change constantly. And so the AI says can't for a hundred percent sure say that this is the same video as something that should be copyright striked, you know? So it's, it's really interesting, but going back mm. to the whole Amazon Alexa thing, right? Um, guys, I think we've talked about this in the past. This should not surprise you. Like this thing is listening to you. If you have a Google home or if you have an Amazon Alexa, you can go through and see all the things that you've ever said to your Alexa, right? There has to be moments there where she doesn't understand you or doesn't know what you want, right? Or can't interpret something like machines may be cool, but they need humans to teach them how to do things, you know? They need sets of data and accurate sets of data in order to actually respond to whatever you're saying. And so if, you know, you said something but in a slight accent, that could be, you know, uh, taught to them. You know, that, oh, your accent, you have a slight accent, so it might have sounded different. But this is actually what you were saying, right? And you, we're going to need humans to do that until the AIs take over the world. Right. <laughs> right. But again, it goes it goes into this like it's kind of a difficult space, right? Like like we were just talking about. I feel bad, you know. There's a lot of uh, stuff that these people might have on their conscience about listening to things that might sound like you know sexual assault or or someone being abused, and they they can't do anything about it, right? Like this, right? No, it's it's definitely. And yeah, and again, let's be real. Like, and you agree, this is creepy. This is really creepy, right? I just learned, and I think I told you the other day, and this is this adds to this whole thing. Um, if you have an Android phone, and or you use a Google service in which you use dictation in any sort of way, whether that's dictating a text to your phone so you can send it to somebody, or that's using OK Google or whatever it is. You, that recording is being stored a part of your profile and you can go online to your voice activity. I will leave a link in the description of this video if you want to go check it out for yourself, but, uh, not this video, this podcast. Um, and you, you can see, I went through mine. I have literally four recordings because I was on an Android for two weeks and that's me saying, it's me saying, turn on the lights. Turn off the lights because I was using. Yeah, you told me to check this out. I don't, I'm kind of afraid it's probably going to be super everything creepy. you've ever said in the like dictation. Every time you've texted somebody with your voice, it's been recorded. It's been recorded so that they can get better at doing dictation for you. Um, and it's all attached to your account. It's not anonymized in any sort of way. Like it's literally attached to you and your Google account. And you could delete these, correct? And you can delete them. Yes. Uh, and you can turn that off, like you can turn that off, but that means you are giving up using those services. You can no longer use dictation. You can no longer use OK Google, right? Um, and it's up to you. It's 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 up to a person to decide what they're willing to do, what they're willing to give up in their life in order for the convenience of some of those things, right? Right. Um, and as much as we talk about, you know, Siri sucking, it's because she doesn't do all that stuff. That's why Siri sucks so bad is because she's not storing this data in a, in a place in an unanonymized way. 
she is not really learning from you all that much, to be honest. Uh, and that's why she sucks hella bad. Because in order for her to be good, and I would love her to be good, that means that your data has to be stored and processed somewhere that is not your phone. Period. Yeah. And and I think that's like a huge push for Apple is all about security. And in, in an age where now security is like, it's a rare thing when it comes to all this AI learning. You know what I mean? It's like, it's crazy. It's, it's Amazon, it's Google, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's everywhere. You know what I mean? And it's, um, it's, it's, I think it's one of the selling points now for like, you know, Apple products is like, we're all about the security. We're all about keeping your information locally. You know what I mean? That's, that's what we do. We keep it locally and encrypted. Yeah. And that that goes back to like, let's be real guys. I'm going to tell you one thing. You've probably heard it before, and you're going to hear it again here. Amazon, Google, and Facebook, maybe less so Amazon, but Google and Facebook specifically are in the job of knowing who you are. That is their job. They provide you a free product, and every time you interact with their product, they learn more and more about you, plain and simple. Whether that's in the case of Facebook, who you know and what you do and what you share and what pictures you have, Versus Google, what you search, what you talk about, what you everything, um, what you watch on YouTube. And then there's Amazon. The data that they use gets them to show you products on their store so that you'll buy them. So that's what they do. They listen to all the stuff that you you constantly buy, especially if you're the type of person to say, hey, Alexa, I don't know what the keyword is, but, you know, uh, Alexa, purchase, you know, uh, I need more toilet paper. And she's like, oh, we have toilet paper on sale for fifteen ninety nine. Do you want to purchase it? And you're like, yeah. Every time you do something like that, Amazon is taking note of the products and types of things that you buy and the frequency in which you buy them in order to make recommendations of when you should buy right. that again. And that's why there's always recommendations on everything you you uh, even look at even if you're just browsing there's then yeah. recommendations based on your browsing history you yeah know what i mean there's or you'll get those emails i don't know if you get them but i get them whereas i looked at a product right and i didn't buy the product and then uh, a couple of weeks later i get an email that says like you know that product and then every fucking listing for that product possible you know what i mean yeah there's or some crazy similar. stuff even if you're looking and this happens to me. I'm looking at a certain product, whether I Google search it or whatever, and then I'll go through Instagram or Facebook, and there it is. Yeah, it's there. Like I've had that. The, I've had that a lot of, lately too. Yeah. Yeah, and it's in one of the ads. You know, like hey, and let's say I looked up some info on some tech, like hey, new Samsung phone or whatever. Boom, my ads will be about Samsung devices. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, that's the way it works, people. That's literally the way it works. But there's like there's a certain like. Um, there's a certain like uh, acceptance, you know what I mean? Like uh, that doesn't bother me. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, definitely. You're you're directing ads at me, uh, you know, based on what I'm my interests, you know. But that's like just business. That's good business. That's literally what these these ad companies are selling and what these uh, manufacturers are paying for. It's to find a customer. Yeah. How do you find a customer? Well, you find out what he's interested in, right? Yeah. There's yeah. there's ways this has been done, you know, f- forever. It's just now it's in the digital world, right? Whereas in before somebody would go out and try to find out what you're interested in or take surveys, you know what I mean? Or all these other things, but it's always been done. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, this this is just the evolution of of things, and it's just more apparent to us, right? Like, uh, you know, like like people don't realize that back in the day, TVs had tracking pixels, and so they that's how they would know when so you know you know when they say the ratings, the ratings are like this show is tuned in by two billion people is because this channel has a tracking pixel and they know when it's being watched. Like, this data actually exists. This has existed for a long time. It's just more prevalent now because we live in a digital world, right? We don't have to... We think about it more. But again, I totally agree with you. This is not concerning. It's not concerning unless your data is being used in a nefarious way, right? Like the Cambridge well, Analytica situation, right? Right. And I think uh, reading or or I was watching a video, one of the ways they said someone like Amazon could use this, use this in, um, in, um, you know, a, a bad way is basically getting information on competitors or, or, you know, getting information on, um, just, uh, just like an item. Well, they're you know already, I mean? I mean, they're already doing that, right? They see, Oh, this, uh, anchor cable is being purchased a lot. Let's make an Amazon basics version of it and sell it for right. even cheaper. Right. So like they're already doing that. And there's are a lot of like big, big business people making like, uh, choices on what they're going to do next or whatever. And then Amazon just taking, this, yeah, just copies this information and, and you yeah. know, using it for their advantage. So I think that's where. You know, maybe as 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 that part of it, maybe it's scary, but like scary in the sense of, oh, my God, they're listening to me to tell Alexa I'm ordering a 12 inch dildo. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? They they really don't care. They'll probably, you know, offer you a 12 inch dildo in like six different colors. But you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, nobody's sitting around the office going, oh, my God, got to post on Facebook that this person ordered six. They don't know who you are. Yeah, they don't. They don't know who the hell you are. They just know that you. You know, you asked Alex at this point for six dildos and it didn't understand what you were talking about. So they have to, you know, write it down so the computer understands next time, you know, six inch dildo means this product. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, that's pretty much it. So if, if you know, and I'm pretty sure that person who ordered that six inch dildo was like looking at it and going, God damn, thank God I was like searching on the web and randomly there's like 12 inch dildos available I didn't know about. But I got so many ads for it. But th there, there is a level. <laughs> there's like a level of comfortable you need to be in order to understand that this is how the world works now, right? It is, yeah, and it's just at that point where we can sit around and complain about it, and you know, disconnect all our devices that are listening to us. And hey, if that's you, and and that's you know something you're worried about, then that's the only real way to get away from it's, that but it let let me be honest yeah no matter where you go publicly or anywhere else or anything you do whether you're you're like oh i'm not going to use my Alexa, it's listening to me but i'm going to go on facebook and i'm going to use uh you know this service and i'm going to use google you're just doing the same yeah thing. you can't be creeped out i like that's my opinion you can't be creeped out by one but then go ahead and use the others like yeah it doesn't like you make don't any think sense. they're taking your information like you definitely like if anything Facebook. alexa is un anonymizing your data whereas a lot of these other companies are definitely not so it's like let me give people a little bit of um an insight here you go on your browser, right? And, you know, some gentlemen out there, you know, maybe they use the same computer that everyone else uses. And they're like, you know, let me go in incognito, uh, incognito mode and look up some uh, porn. You know what I mean? Well, guess what, buddy? Just because it doesn't show on your history doesn't mean Google doesn't know you were searching up porn. They do. 
100% know you were searching a porn. They 100% know what you were searching. All the history still goes to Google. If you're using something like a Chrome or if you're just using the Google search, it's just that it's not showing up in your history. So no one locally could see it. If you really wanted to get rid of Google being able to yeah, search that. Yeah, give me a second. Long, I got to go to my Google history. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you if you really wanted to, you know, um, go incognito big time, you would, number one, have to use a different browser or something like a, I forgot what it's called. Like but and Brave or Firefox. Brave Firefox gives you the options to completely go incognito. And you would use something like DuckDuckGo, which doesn't save your your search um which from the search which engine. fun fact i think i might switch to bing bing really uh, and the only reason i'm going to switch to bing is because i've tried it a couple of times actually did decent search in comparison to to google like it kind of looks the same in all regards but the other thing is that microsoft has bing rewards and i know they're taking my data i don't care but Basically, uh, you get rewards points for just searching on Bing. It's really nice. Cool. And I then have I to check that and out, then you can use know. those points to like purchase like gift cards or like months, couple subscriptions for you know Game Pass and stuff like that. So nice. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, especially because Microsoft, right? So that's that's the awesome thing about it. So of course you get all the goodies when it comes to the Xbox or any other services you use with Microsoft. Yeah, in exchange for your data. That's fine. <laughs> I might, you know, yeah, that's fine. At least you're getting something for it. You don't get anything for it on Google. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll definitely switch over to Bing too, man. Like, yeah. Well, that, that's kind of, of been my Boom. thing, right? Like I've been looking for more services. Like if I'm going to give my data to somebody, sure, I'll give my data to somebody. But right. you better give me same, something in the return. Like I do the same thing with, um, you know, when I had Android with the rewards, the little uh, rewards app. Yeah. You know, it would pop up a survey. I, I know like, people we'll who made a ton of money. Like I know people who have made a ton of money on that thing. I've at least made, and I don't have an Android device. I once in a while pop up like I have like an old Android device. I'll pop it up and uh, I'll just do a rewards. I've got like 20 something dollars on there just from doing rewards. Yeah, I knew someone who like made a, just just slightly over $100 they had saved by just doing that rewards the surveys, thing. The yeah. surveys, yeah, exactly. And it's like just to give you an example of a survey, it would be like where you work, do they have like 30 to 40 people? Or do they have 60 to 70 people or do they whatever you choose one? Then next it would be like, are there just one location? Are there many? Lo These are the type of questions and you get like 30 cents for it. And Bing does it this too. Bing like will have quizzes that you can do. And all you have to do is you don't have to be good at them. You just have to complete them and they'll give you, you like 150 points or whatever. Like, But I do, I do notice on these surveys, if you go to, let's say the survey is like, do you have uh, any kids in your household? And let's say they're looking for information on kids in the sense of like, if you do, how many do you have? And, you know, where do you shop or whatever? If you say no right away, you'll get like two, five cents and then the, the survey's done. You know what I mean? But if you said yes, you'd go deeper into the survey, the more you'll make. So what you're saying is lie to the survey. Lie. One hundred percent. Lie, lie the to the survey, you. guys. You've heard do it you here first. Do you have kids? Yes. How many? Two hundred. <laughs> where do you shop everywhere <laughs> how many times do you shop here every day <laughs> all day every day you know I, mean? <laughs> I don't not that shop there <laughs> at the end of that survey they're writing you a check for a thousand dollars man they're like this guy's been doing the survey for two hours i don't get it <laughs> <laughs> he literally lives in bangladesh every person who lives there is his child uh, he buys them all uh, <laughs> items every day <laughs> But yeah, I think I think we should move on, people. Um, I mean, one thing uh, we have for a, sure is yeah. Go ahead. 
one thing for sure is like if you're scared of this new you know digital world where like basically you're not you know in a private scenario like hey i don't know what to tell you like imagine living in china if you're really scared china knows everything about all their people you know what i mean and they're still alive they're still okay yeah they're living that's true and they know everything like there's no secrets the government knows everything about you and that's why there's all this, you know. And I know everything about the government. <laughs> dun, Anyways, dun, yeah, sorry. What dun, were you going to say? I was going to say, uh, well, we're pivoting, right? So, I mean, um, what perfect way to pivot other than this next story about creepy malware found on Android and iOS phones? Right. Yeah. Let me let me just state that this was originally and majorly an Android malware issue. Yeah. It has, it has been, um, you know, confirmed that they were able to get it on um, iOS devices a little bit differently, though. So on Android, they could put it directly into... First of all, it's called the Exodus. Yes. Correct? It's called Exodus. Exodus and, is uh, the malware, yeah. The malware. So uh, before I go into uh, you know what it does and everything, let me just explain. So on the Android uh, you know, Play Store, they were able to get it into an app, I'm assuming. I didn't really read into how and which app, but they got it into an app with... A couple. The, uh, it said a couple of apps had this. A couple on, apps, in okay. Them, so, and With I don't. IOS, I, I think. I think the people who own those apps put them in there because I don't think right. they. They were like legitimately good apps. They were no, like no. They apps. were malicious apps for sure. Yeah. <laughs> also, with iOS, they never got it into the App Store. Uh, what they did is they used like. Um, uh, it's like uh, what, what do you call it? It's like what companies the use the iOS it so that Enterprise Developer Program, right? So it's it's for companies who want to make their own internal apps or whatever. They use this. Well, they use this and it kind of sent you to links that look legit. And if you click on them, basically you're giving it access uh, uh, through um, yeah. certificates. So you're like sideloading an app and you'd be sideloading an yeah. this app and it would do terrible things. Right. So it wasn't as easy as it was in Android. And basically... The rule of thumb is if you stick to the iOS legit apps and you don't veer off into clicking anything on a website or a link, you wouldn't get any malicious, uh, you know, software yeah. on your phone. So th that's just the safest way. On Android, it's, it's more difficult, security. but it's still right. possible. It's still possible, and from what I understand, I could be wrong. They could do more. They could get more information through the Android versus the uh, iOS version of it. iOS version, they could still get a lot of personal information, but Android, we're talking like everything: uh, videos, messages, uh, text messages. Um, I think it was sorry. like everything that your phone can basically includes Anything passwords, like chat passwords. logs, contacts, even photos. They could listen in on calls. Yeah. Like, they could take full control. It's not the first malware that's done it, but it's scary because if you're talking about privacy right now, yeah, like, whoa, <laughs> you know, if, if you're worried about privacy, boom, you know what I mean? This is on both uh, platforms here. I'm just, I just want to say that if you're your average iOS user and you never veer off and click on anything else, you shouldn't even be afraid if this has happened to you, you know what I mean? Because you're totally fine. But... On Android, you could have been just downloading something, you know, hey, I thought this was an MP3 converter. You know what I mean? I could download some music from online and use this MP3 converter, whatever. Yeah, like, be very wary about apps you download on your smartphone. Like, in yeah. general. I, d I don't even want to just say Android or iPhone. I'm going to say both. Like, 
if you're going in and you're looking up an app and it's got like a nice icon, and it's got really bad reviews, like read the reviews, see what people say, man. Like, right. And if it doesn't look right, like don't download it, whether you're trying to do something or not, just go with the, the sentiment or thought that this is not possible on the phone. Like I need uh, to yeah, do this on another it, device or another platform. That's what I was actually going to say. I was going to say that there's a lot of times they try to appeal to, uh, a problem that can't be solved and they make it seem like it could be solved at the simple app, right? Like if you're on, uh, let's say your phone and you're like, oh my God, I would love to watch a uh, Game of Thrones. It's like nowhere I can watch Game of Thrones. And then there's all of a sudden a mysterious app that is like, you can watch all the Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? Just watch Game of Thrones app. for free. Like nah, for free, dude. you know what I mean? HD quality. If it 4K. sounds too good to be true, yeah. it's too good to be true. Like you know do what I not mean? download and, apps like that. And that's how they get people like Game of Thrones is just, for an example, Game of Thrones is just coming out. Everybody's dying to watch it. If you don't have HBO or, you know, you can't get it in your, your region for whatever reason, boom, this is who they're targeting. All these, you know, victims right now that are looking for a fast, easy solution that will just click anything. Yeah to get it and boom there you are you're now a victim and all your information's been stolen yeah and so like i would just you know always be wary of the types of you know apps you're downloading whether on ios or or uh or android and 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 any any platform to be honest and it's just because windows whatever it is windows mac doesn't matter like if it doesn't sound if it sounds too good to be true it's too good to be true uh, because even on Apple's platform, there have been apps previously reported in the past in the App Store who have hidden, you know, underlying in underlying code base, some sort of thing that will, you know, track you or or, you know, gain data about your home network or whatever. So, you know, they do their best to, to make sure these apps don't get onto the store. But you never know, right? So stay away from shady-looking apps. You know that that uh, you know you that may look like it solves a problem. I think it's great that you said that, uh, Mario. That that um, you know, Game of Thrones is such a big thing right now, and there's probably a ton of you out there looking for you know stream Game of Thrones for free. You know, and that's the type of things that they're going to prey on is that you want to do this thing and that you'll go to whatever lengths in order to download an app in order to do this thing. When, if you weren't so stingy, you would just pay $20 a month to Crave in Canada and just watch your Game of Thrones that way. You know, uh, it's (laughs) wow. Like if you ain't cheap. Like, going no, to get bad, I, no, but way. that's the thing. Like people want to get things for free and like, no, I get it. If you want to get things f- in a safe way, just pay for them. Like God knows right. you go every day and buy a fucking coffee for $2 and 50 cents. All right. Stop buying coffees for a couple of weeks and you've got a month's worth of game of Thrones. Like that's four episodes. Also, also I believe that like, Again, you're using Google to search something and everyone's afraid of their privacy. But if you do see an app that's too good to be true and maybe there isn't really that many reviews on it, just Google that app. You know, put the name of the app, Android Store, put beside it malicious or virus or something. Somebody's have to have spoken about it already. Someone's had to have given out a warning or they're going to tell you, yeah, this is legit or it is it is good. You know what I mean? But most of the time, first of all, 
that's also like a double edged sword because if you do click that, you will be sent to other things where they'll be like, you can watch this for free or this app is great, you know, because they're going to put <laughs> out like setting, bad information. You're setting yourself up for failure here. <laughs> no, no, but do you know what I mean? Like, you, oh, what this, I mean is, this site doesn't look like it's going to give me a virus. <laughs> what I mean is, like, do your research and don't just, yes, you know, I agree. Do your research. Like, that's that's all I'm saying. Every time I want something, and I know it sounds impossible. I do my research. And I'll give you an example. Everyone listening to me right now. The other day, I basically was like, I, I really want to play some really cool uh, PS4 titles. But I don't want to buy a PS4. I've got a pretty decent um, you know, PC rig, computer. And I just want to know if it's possible to um, get an emulator that does this. And I looked up a PS4 emulator. And then there's this website that's like, hey, it's all dedicated to we can do this. And it looks like super legit. And it might even be I didn't even go far into it because then I read some other articles on like uh, Reddit and everything where people like this is literally not possible right now. Yeah. This group is working on it. You know what I mean? But they haven't. And I look at when these were posted. So, you know, 2019, you know, uh, February. So I know this website that's saying they can do this. These guys are the hardcore guys on the scene. They would know if it's possible or not. So I wouldn't because I haven't been following this. But these guys on the scene are like, this is impossible. Just in February? No way that somebody just did it and got all these games working on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no way. So I know that that, that as good as it sounds, it's bullshit. So sometimes it's not malicious in the sense they're stealing my my id but they're just robbing me in the sense of like click this ad click this ad and they're just making money off of you and you go through all these loops and you get nothing just like and i know there's been a million of you that have done this and we probably all you 10 listeners out there tell the rest of your friends so the million get the get the memo (laughs) basically if you're out there and you're looking for a game like my my friend here is just talking about clash of uh, clans clash royale clash royale the first thing you look up how to make a million, you know, stone. How to get, like, infinite money. How do you oh, get infinite gems? <laughs> gems, right? So the first thing you do, you go online and people are like, 100% working. <laughs> you know, all you have to do Download is... Download my do virus. <laughs> and then the first thing they do is like, oh, we just need your ID and then your your code number, whatever, and then just finish this survey. <laughs> Yeah. that's all they need and then you're gonna get a million and then you're, you're at the end of that survey and you're like oh my god it, it something froze it ran wrong it didn't work nah you just got scammed because <laughs> it's server based and they can't do that yeah they you know can't what I mean? they can't so like there have uh, been games in the past they can do that in some sort of way and i don't remember how they do it but like for the most part if it's a server-based game good luck it's not possible yeah like it's especially when it's such a big games like the developers are on top of that because that's for them that's um that's income that somebody's taking away right because you'll buy those gems they don't want to take away profits so they're going to stay on top of that to prevent that yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's just an example. And like I said, our whole 10 listeners, please tell the rest of your friends so that it gets out there to the masses. Straight up. Straight up. <laughs> on to the next one. What do you want to cover first? Uh, the A80? The PS5? The A80 is the not. The Baby really, Pod? The Baby The A80 is not really like a, a big you know announcement i just thought it was uh a, okay so samsung a80 i think we'll just cover that really quickly samsung a80 uh phone 
the only thing I found really interesting about it is that like it's you've seen it, right? It's like a flip camera. Uh no, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. So is it the one with the wedge list, camera? No, it so it slides up and the camera is like face backwards and then it flips towards you. So it has a double mechanism. Slide uh, up mechanism and then flip camera mechanism. Oh, that's cool. So I thought it was interesting because this is like not their flagship, right? Yeah, yeah. But they're putting some like really cool tech into it. I guess they're um, trying to like, you know, solve that problem, right? Yeah, so the weird thing about it is that they do have the under uh under display fingerprint scanner, but you use the option to log in with face ID face uh, recognition because basically the camera doesn't flip up every time you turn on the phone because I'm assuming that just wouldn't make sense. Yeah. So you do lose the option for that. You can use your regular pin or the under the under screen uh, fingerprint scanner. Yeah. Uh, they don't have a speaker at the top, so they use the speaker underneath the main screen, the vibration kind of uh, okay. sort. LG style, they, yeah. Yeah. They took away um, the headphone jack. They don't give you expandable storage, so it still is a budget phone by all means. So just the module itself flips inwards. That's interesting. Yeah, so it, it slides up and then flips inwards. And then, so if anyone hasn't seen this phone, you basically imagine a sliding phone. Your camera's it's got like, I think, three cameras on the back. It's on this yeah, whole Yeah, you like, slide little... the screen down, and then the actual camera module itself flips inwards for front facing. It does it all automatically, if I'm not wrong. You don't actually slide the phone, do you? You just click the picture. I don't the front know. facing. Yeah, no, it's all, it's all uh, automatic, I think. Oh, it's motorized. Yeah, it's all motorized, yeah. Interesting. Okay, cool. So if you're afraid of your camera breaking every time it pops up, now you're afraid of two things breaking, the sliding up motion and then the yeah, flipping camera motion. and based on the new Galaxy Fold stuff, I don't know how well right. this is going to go over. I'm surprised we did not put that on the list, hombre. I'm pretty sure I did. It just didn't sync. I don't know what happened. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, oh, you know what? We'll go straight into that segue. So the S, uh, the S880, the, I just wanted to talk about it because it's kind of like um, it's another solution to the camera situation right now where everyone's trying to make a screen without any punch holes, which, by the way, the screen does not have any uh, hole punches in it. It's an infinity screen. looks, from what I understand, gorgeous. Yeah, it's like edge to edge. I see it. Right. It's really so, cool. So uh, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. And it's the A80. I mean, like, the A-series has gone, like, crazy it's a it's a budget samsung phone basically yeah. right so uh go, talking about samsung yeah samsung fold people you know like so the the galaxy fold is the uh, samsung galaxy fold yes yeah, sorry go ahead is um to get straight to the point is breaking like a day after you buy it it's breaking <laughs> yeah well some people have gone out there to say it's broken in different ways like um mkh uh bd MKBHD. You always mess this one God, up. God, always. Always. You can never so get it Marcus, right. Marcus. Okay, Marcus I'm Brownlee. Talk about him like Marcus Brown, like he's my homie. Yo, me and Marcus, we were talking the other day, okay. right? The way he messed it up is he literally tried to lift the protective screen. Yeah, so let's... It looks let's, like a uh, screen protector. Let's PSA. If you are one of those people, I doubt it. But if you are one of those people who goes out and buys this phone... On the inner side of the phone, there is a plastic screen above the phone. You can actually see it. Do not peel that off. 
Yeah. That is part of the phone. If you peel it off, you will break the phone. A lot of people You'll have broken the, the phone by peeling it off, thinking that it was a pre-applied screen protector. It is not a screen protector in the traditional sense. It is actually, the, think of it as the glass. It is the glass right. above your LCD, except it needs to be plastic because it needs to fold. Fold. Do and not do that. And so they did find like a picture of this. Uh, I don't know if it was like a carrier uh, device that was going to go out. And it had like a little warning on it that said, hey, do not peel this. So it turns and out. It tur- yeah, you're right. So it turns out that the demo units that were sent to all the influencers, right? Like Marquez and all them. They didn't have that warning. No, right? they didn't. But the actual retail packaging supposedly has a warning telling you not to do it. And let me tell you, before this goes out, because of this happening, before this goes out, that warning is going to get a lot bigger. You might even get a sticker slapped on the the box telling you that, yo, don't peel that thing off. Because they're just like, yo, some of these influencers are literally tech people and they try to peel that off. We just assumed we didn't need to tell them. But also they're used to, especially such an expensive phone coming with a built-on, a built-in screen protector. Right, Samsung has done it with other devices like the te- S10 and S10 Plus. Yeah, you just assume that they put a screen protector on this really expensive two thousand plus dollar phone. Yeah, you know what I mean. So now the weird thing is, like, I think about all these all these uh, screens breaking and how like the mistaken screen protector look being peeled, and I'm like, I just realized this phone is like plastic screen, and I don't really like the feeling of a plastic screen at all yeah i mean i love my glass screen and my glass screen that's the thing with the plastic that's the thing with the folding stuff right the folding stuff until we get to a point i don't even know if it's actually possible to be honest but until we get to a point where glass can bend the way plastic does i think for these like I think these phones are going to have plastic screens, to be honest. Yeah, they are. And uh, I'm pretty sure it's, uh, of course, it's premium plastic screens, not like, you know, some crappy screen protection. Yeah, it probably still has like the anti-fingerprint coating and all that stuff. But like for the most part, for the flexibility, um, they need to be plastic. I I do want to say it's very random. I've been watching a lot of Samsung Galaxy Fold content. I really don't like their folding phone. Like, I think that front screen is a is a Ugly is bad. Small. Yeah, is <laughs> like yeah, really whole... bad. Like, I think looking back on Huawei's like twenty six hundred dollar Mate, whatever it was called, Mate X, the folding phone. Right. I know that people are concerned on like, okay, well, if the outside of the phone is the screen, then how are we going to protect the screen? Right. I still think it's a better design than the fold. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I think it's a better design than the Fold. And even the Fold, like, I see a lot of pictures out there and people are, like, gaming on the Fold, watching a video on the Fold, and all this. And I'm just, like, um, i just not interested. Like, I think if the Fold folded the other way, like the... The main screen on the outside yeah. and the little screen on the inside? Yeah, no, like, not even have two screens. Just do the thing that Huawei yeah. is doing of, like, this. once you fold the, the inner screen in half, half of it turns off. You know, here's here's the funny thing is that probably all these engineers and the people developing this fold are, like, 
probably their uh, some of their concepts were where it folds the opposite way and they're like listen guys the last thing we want is for all these demos to go out and they all break the screen okay because they fold the wrong way <laughs> and then they you know they decide to go with this design where it folds inward so it protects the main screen and all the goddamn screens are breaking <laughs> Yeah, I mean <laughs> that demo. You know, they literally probably they're sat like, down "We're going like, to do this it this way so that the screens want. don't break," and then the screens right. are breaking. And then the screens are breaking, and and Samsung must be like, "No fucking way! Don't tell me." Well, I like, mean, this just in, and I don't have any details because I haven't watched the video. But First Page Tech just posted a video called "Samsung Galaxy Fold Event Cancelled." Um, so really? I'm assuming they were having an upcoming fold event, um, you know, to, you know, promote Talk the launch. How great yeah, exactly. How I, their I, demos are so great. <laughs> I, I don't know what they were going to do at that event, but supposedly it's been canceled. So I think if it has been canceled, a lot has to do with, and then again, like you said, you didn't read the article. We don't know exactly why, or even some, um, some, you know, ideas of why, but at this point, I think they don't want to have a million questions about it the screen's breaking and why they're breaking right so i think they're kind of got to go back to the drawing board ah sorry sure. cancels galaxy fold launch event in china they just they canceled oh, okay. that event okay that makes sense uh yeah that's huge i mean they i mean this phone okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go as far as to say guys we wouldn't be talking this way if this phone was probably sub a hundred you know sub a thousand dollars right but this this phone is two thousand dollars. This is probably more than two thousand dollars Canadian. Like oh, definitely. If more I'm than $2, spending two thousand dollars on a phone, it should not do this. Like no, one one guy about. reported that his screen broke because something got under the screen. Well, he was saying that's something that's actually part of the device. Is pe- there's one of them. It's something actually part of the device that he's like. I could tell slowly it was like piercing yeah. the back of the screen. And the two incidents, I think, happened like that. One of them was the screen just went half black. And then the other one was like a whole two lines of dead pixels. Yeah. They're just showing white. Like an yeah. L shape. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? And and they're all from like being pinched in that area where the hinges. This is a new design, people. First generation of like almost anything. You are the guinea pig. And basically what they're saying is, yeah, they've showed you this 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 video to comfort you on the fold being unfolded and folded and unfolded and folded, you know, hundreds of thousands of times. But that's in like a clean, perfect atmosphere being folded perfectly the right way. No dust getting into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now we're talking real world use of what? A week? And it's not standing a up day, to you. A day. Not even a week. A day? These it's people not, like, it's not standing like up day to two. a regular day? Yeah, like like I could just imagine in my job, dude, if dude I who had the L shaped dead pixels, like he's like, I've had this phone for a day, a single day, one day, and it's has already done this. Yeah, this is no, uh, and I'm assuming these demo products are like literally finished products. They are, yeah, they are f- ready for the shelf products. They are not your how do you demo. Know what, I, I want to ask and i know it's like really side note here but how do you feel about the crease that happens in the screen it bothers me 
Yeah. It bothers me. I don't know if like seeing it in, in person because there's a lot of times where like it's not that bad and I see the reflection, I'm like, that's just unacceptable yeah, that, for twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, you know sometimes I, mean? I see that that in like you're saying, in the, the reflection of it and you're like, Wow, that looks deep, bro. <laughs> and I'm just wondering yeah, and I'm just wondering how it feels when you're cr- sliding your finger across that area. Yeah. You know, is it just like a horrible experience? And it's like maybe we shouldn't rush to make a product if it's not going to be a hundred percent and it costs a lot more than it should. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, maybe you should go back to the drawing board and wait till the technology's out there. And I, and I know this kind of sounds like, um, stupid, but like, it's kind of like sometimes what Apple does, they don't come out with something because it isn't right yet, you know, or they come out with something they say they can make is great and then they cancel it. But either way, they usually don't come throw back to last people, week. <laughs> yeah. Some people say all the time, like, oh, Apple came out with this. They waited so long. And they're like, well, we waited till it was good. That doesn't mean that someone else didn't didn't already have it out when it was good. And that isn't always the case. But this definitely would be one of them. I can't see someone like Apple making a folding phone because it just doesn't make sense right now. Apple also just has really strong opinions about things and they change their mind every once in a while. So. Like they I'm also like to turn into an Apple fan. But like boy, Steve man, Jobs also hell? said that uh, having a stylus was dumb, and now the iPad has and a stylus. Now, yeah. So like, and not just the stylus, <sighs> the stupidest way of charging a stylus. Yeah, like and that's like, the thing. It's like they're, <laughs> it's like they say a lot of shit. Like Apple says a lot of shit about like things that if shouldn't you, exist, and then they go around yeah. and they do it anyway, right? If you have to use a stylus, like for the longest failed. time, they said that. Remember they, that? Yeah, you failed. You know what? Like if they said. <laughs> for the longest time that like screens didn't need to be bigger and then they started making bigger screens like right i remember like their what was that like a four point right four like if you want to compete with the android market you need bigger screens because the android phones have bigger screens bro right. and now they fundamentally understand that they can't stick to their like you know old age apple tropes and that they're gonna get away with everything they're gonna capture a certain audience yes but if they want to capture more than just that audience, they need to start diversifying their product lines. Um, okay. I don't want to get into this whole but yeah. <laughs> Apple, Apple sounds – the Fold. I just – Is garbage. It's garbage for yeah. $2,000. It's definitely – and we're talking 2000 like American. We're talking at least like 1980. Canadian. It's 1980 American, guys. That means it's so like, like 2300 – Yeah, like 2300 Canadian. Yeah, 23 after taxes. You're at the 25 bracket for sure. It's like insane. I'd buy a PC, a, a fucking gaming a PC. A monster PC. With that money <laughs> before I a buy a folding PC. phone. And you know what? I'll buy a folding case with that monster PC. You know. By the <laughs> way, these things don't have cases. They have like shells that glue onto the back. Yes, of course they do. And even screen protectors. It, like, imagine you're like, I have to buy a screen protector for my $2,500 phone. And it was another sc- plastic screen protector. And then you went on there and you couldn't see the original one. So you started peeling off the one you're not supposed to peel off. This is like, there's a lot of bad scenarios here. It's very shitty. I'd, I'd I'd love to see some drop tests on this thing where it like butterflies and breaks the whole hinge, bro. It doesn't even hit the floor, bro. It gets before it hits the floor, bro. It starts flapping its wings, bro. It starts and flies that, away. Like I, <laughs> that would see that would be a selling point. The anti drop, the anti drop, freaking uh, you know, bro. Or, or it's like it's like that parachutes, bro. It's like that case, bro. It just like springs yeah. legs randomly and like <laughs> no, it's, it's saves uh, your phone. It's, I think it's a big letdown for a lot of people, and I think Samsung's got a lot of um, 
they got to go back to the drawing board in a sense a lot of work to do and uh it's sad because it's at the same time it's like it's awesome but you know what Huawei must be like laughing their ass off. Yeah, but Huawei it's must it's be going. It's learning sure for them, right? Correct. It's yeah. it's very much so a learning position for Huawei, right? To be like, okay, this is what this is one of the things in the real world that was happening. Let's make sure that doesn't happen, right? Um, but I feel like you know, the Huawei phone didn't seem, and again, I have no, I have never seen it in person for long enough, or uh, you know. I haven't seen like really well detailed photos of it. So on the Samsung Galaxy Fold, there seems to be a gap between that plastic screen protector and the actual right. display. I don't know if that gap exists on the Huawei phone. I still think Huawei will have their own um, issues. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Whether they're the screen getting scratched really easily in your pocket or... You know what I mean? I dropped my phone. Now it's useless because it's scraped against the ground and the screen protector is plastic, so it's dug into it. Uh, there's going to be its own issues. Um, I do think if you're looking for a folding phone right now and you're like, I really want to get a folding phone, there's this great phone, that the original one. It's like an accordion. Uh, it doesn't have any issues with the crease or... <laughs> Any issues with uh, you know? Which one is this? The oh, the up. Energizer. <laughs> oh yeah. No, no, no. The the original one before that, that ugly ass accordion one that was like three thousand dollars or whatever. No, yeah. It was like the first ever folding phone. It wasn't. Oh, it was, the Royale. Uh, the Royale one. Yeah, the Royale. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one had no issue, people. Everybody, really, go out really and buy fold. yourself a Royale phone. <laughs> yeah, go. Forget about the this whole. The Royale company is now like. And if it's too much money, you spend nine hundred dollars, get the Energizer one. We don't think it's great, it, yeah. but it's better than nothing. The Energizer one, literally. And if you don't want the Energizer one, there's probably adapters now where you could buy two like decent. Or buy an LG and phone and them. then buy their secondary <laughs> display that they want to sell you, that attaches to the first display. Yeah, it's like a case, right? Yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. You're There's done. so many options out there, people. You need a double screen because you need the hottest. Or just wait. Out. That's the other option. <laughs> just, or just just wait. wait. But yeah, so I agree. Samsung has a bunch that they need to focus on and figure out, but Samsung just doesn't need this right now. Samsung is just like we're getting over the Note 7 and there's something Guys, else that it's happened. not what exploding, so we're good, okay? Oh, sorry, the the Note 7 ex- was that that's the one that exploded, I right? I think so, yeah. But here's the messed up thing. The Note 7 exploded and then they're like, "We fixed it. They put it back out in the market. It started exploding again." <laughs> and then they're like, "You know what? <laughs> We're just not going to And then sell. for then 2 like, years Shh. after that, they would yeah. be like, "We do extensive explosion testing." Yeah. Not only that, then after s- selling the product, finding out it's exploding, taking it off the shelves, then selling it again, it starts exploding. Then they're like, we're going to sell it in the fan edition. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't tell nobody. It's the Note 7 FE fan edition, which basically had a smaller capacity battery because that was their main issue, trying to fit a really big battery in that small space. Yeah, it was it was bad. Yeah, so we don't want to we don't want to repeat of that where they I don't know. Samsung, I guess they're always trying to push boundaries and that's what we need, but at the same time, you push them too far and you try to be the first one out there, you're just going to, you know, step in your own poop. Yeah, learnings, learnings. But uh let's move on. I'll say let's save the PlayStation 4 or sorry, PlayStation 5 stuff for next week. But I want to cover this baby pod thing because you sent me this. I looked this over. I'm like, what the fudge is this? Um, It looks like – so from my perspective, 
It looks like a thing that you put to your belly when you're having a baby, and it dis- it plays music. Like, you can play music through this thing. Is that what you thought it was? That's what I thought it was, yeah. Or is that what you think it is? That's what I think it is. No, you're 100% wrong. What is it? You did not watch the video. I, did, I didn't did watch you? the video. No, I was just reading. The baby pod. Let me just explain to people what the baby pod is. And that's why I said it to you because I thought. The oh, no. <laughs> uh, yes. <man. laughs> the difference between music via the vagina and via the abdomen. The only Very way music homie. can really reach the baby is vaginally. Holy shit. I did not read that. <laughs> Not only that, there's like an attachment, a Y attachment, and they have like a photo of mommy and daddy walking down while they're both listening to the music and then one up her vagina for the baby. (laughs) So everybody's listening to, you know, (laughs) kiss. You know what I mean? No way, bro. Yeah, this is a legit people. There is going to be an ad. I know all you upcoming mommies out there definitely want your baby to listen to some Backstreet Boys while it's in the womb. Or maybe some Mozart, you know what I mean? And they're saying that this has been proven to stimulate the baby. And basically what they're saying is, um, you know, if you were to listen to music in a room, right? Uh, Or, you know, especially in a swimming pool, you know, as a baby's surrounded by water, you'd hear more like the only way to get the real sound. You know, is to stick that speaker right up there. Jesus Christ. I'd hate to be the person who's like. Uh, that's not the uh, guys. This is what the website headphone. says. It says innovations this study offers. Ready? A fetus can hear starting at 16 weeks of pregnancy. On hearing music, the fetus responds with movements similar to vocalization, allowing the pregnant mother. This this device allows the pregnant mother to ensure fetal well-being, and we can transmit sound effectively to our babies in the womb. And then in tiny, it says here. Streaming music vaginally, most babies react with mouth and tongue movements. Amazing images of babies vocalizing are obtained. And not only that, from what I understand, you can also speak into, like, the microphone and talk to the baby. This is... Mama's here. This is fucking weird. <laughs> this is so weird. It's just funny. I, I, I thought you had actually watched the video. No, and, I haven't uh, watched the video. Like I, yes, I So when you sent me the link, I saw it on my phone, right? So I was viewing the stuff. And I just saw, like, the one picture here of, like, all these pregnant women with, like, a wire, the wire, right? And then the end with the bulb. And they're, they're it's next to their bellies. So I was like, oh, this is, like, probably a speaker for the belly. Wow. Yeah, and... uh Get ready, people. There's a Beats by Dre version coming out real soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's got extra bass for that baby who liked that bass. You know what I mean? <laughs> for for you people out Bro, there. You play the music and the baby's like getting all crunk in there. Like he's doing like the chest <laughs> thing, you know? Yeah, you definitely do not want to play something like a skill rate. Uh, how do you say his name? Skill rate? Skrillex? <laughs> Skrillex, yeah, you do not want to play something like Skrillex, like even dubstep or anything like that, because you might have a baby like just pounding bro, the shit out bro. of you from the inside. You know what you need to play? You need to play Little John, like, to the window, to the <laughs> to wall. The <laughs> and, and it says here that it's 10 to 20 minutes recommended, so you don't want to fall asleep while this thing's in you because you know you're at that point where maybe the baby wanted to go to sleep and you're playing the goddamn song (laughs) this baby's gonna come out with like glasses and a fucking badass hairdo bro like 
I'm assuming and I'm hoping there are no returns on this item. You know, I, mean? I would hope so. Once used. <laughs> wow, this and, is and that, fucked. And the messed up thing is like it looks like, and this is my personal. First opinion, off, where did like, you find this? <laughs> it was on a Facebook thing. It's like, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I love fucking science. Okay, yeah. It was like now there's a speaker for the vagina. You know what I mean? And I was like, <laughs> what? No, no, is impossible. And I see this thing, and I'm like, yo, this looks like, honestly, to me, it looks like a Dollarama, like, headphone set. <laughs> so, like, I hope that's a waterproof speaker, number Bro, one. Bro, they have this crazy, like, fucking Sims animated, like, fucking video. Yeah, it's that's super the first creepy. video I saw. Super creepy. Holy shit. Super creepy. And, um, yeah, it just looks like the kind of... Like, I'm assuming the female would put it up there. I don't know how far up there, but... Seems like it I'm needs just... to touch the baby's head, <laughs> according to this picture. What if the baby grabs it with her hand? <laughs> what if the baby's like, what the hell? I'm assuming, like, I'm, like, totally fucking wrong about how the anatomy works. And we both are. We both it. are. <laughs> the, anat- the baby couldn't grab it, so please don't take this legit. But the baby grabs this goddamn speaker, starts tugging on it. You start, like, a tug-of-war with the baby. <laughs> You're like, give me goddamn speaker Starts back. using no, it as a microphone. <laughs> and, like, how do you explain this when, like, you go into someone, they're like, sorry, no headphones, and you pop this thing out of your vagina, and you're like, oh, I got to take this one out, too. The baby liked this song. You don't Bro, can, this is weird. Can you finish this song? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't know. Um, That's so know. weird. Like, now, if I see a woman jogging and she's listening to music, <laughs> you know, she's probably not pregnant while she's jogging, but if she is pregnant... And getting some exercise, I'm going to be looking for that extra wire that's not tucked into her shirt. You know what I mean? It's like, or mommy and daddy are like, why are they listening to the same song? You know what I mean? It's all connected to this one thing. I don't know, man. Like, out of all the things to sell, I I don't know. Who came up with this idea? Who's like, yo, man, I need a goddamn Bluetooth speaker in my vagina. Well, there's the, the spokesperson <laughs> for this is a lady, so I assume she invented it. Right. And, and there is going to be a Bluetooth speaker version, I hope. With like it's gonna be like a tampon where you just pull on the string once you're done with the Bluetooth. Speaker. No, they need to make one with Mega Bass, bro. Like, they need one with Mega Bass. Your whole stomach's rumbling. It's like, what the hell? The baby's kicking. Nah, no, that, that so so much bass dropped. it actually acts as a vibrator as well. <laughs> I know, right? They're like, I love it when you listen to music. I love it. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was weird, and I was like, what if that thing broke inside of you? Like, could you get shocked? You know what I mean? Like, you, you get electrocuted? I don't think so. I would hope It'd be that, a small electrocution, but that's, like, a sensitive area. I would and hope it, that this has, like, been tested for internal use. Uh, look at the freaking Samsung Galaxy Fold, bro. It ain't tested till it's tested. <laughs> <laughs> this is not legit until I mean, it's this is there. a thing that you put in your body, so it has to be FDA approved, so... Yeah, I don't even know how they got away with that. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't That's know. This so thing got to be disinfected every single time. Jeez. Anyways, yeah, I just thought I'd, uh, you know, let you know that uh, there's other movements besides tip detection. We are now getting into speaker mode yeah, downstairs. Yeah, we need to make you know an I mean? entire website about tip detection. Well, my whole message like to parody you website. was, hey, we've got to make a version to soothe your poop so it could come out more <laughs> and easily you know what i mean like we got to make a bass poop speaker you know? we we're like oh, i'm so constipated we call this one the brown this... sound <laughs> brown sound no you literally all we're gonna do is paint a freaking uh 
dark, uh, Beats pill speaker. Like a turd? <laughs> We're going to shove it up your damn ass. <laughs> We're going to hit that bass hard, yo. It's going to loosen up everything. It's going to work gonna like a laxative. <laughs> it's going to break down your shits. They're just going to come know. out I like liquid. It's an original thought, man. It's an original <laughs> thought. I don't copyrighted, think, I think, copyrighted here. You can't steal it. Yeah, We've already I think said it. Here's, here's the scariest thing about this when I saw it. Like the first thing that came to my head, and you might think I'm a sick bastard, but the first thing that came to my head was like, this woman invented this. Did she stick a headphone jack up her fucking vagina the first time she's pregnant? She's like, yo, baby, need to listen to this song. Yo, real good. And she just like, oh, my God, I got AirPods. I could just one up there and let him listen to that no bro she purchased one of those she purchased one of those like little cheap speakers bro and like threw it up there and it was like yo i could market this shit because i could see the babies rocking it in there i don't know hell yeah bro hell yeah and then like accidentally you're on a playlist and it's like marilyn manson next (laughs) baby never sleeps ever he's like perpetually <laughs> crying forever <laughs> he's trying to break out that womb bitch let me out <laughs> she's like wow i feel contractions jeez he's not even ready to come out yet <laughs> well on that note i think we should end the podcast with that being said this has been another episode of the pixel refresh podcast If you like the show, you can review uh, us on Apple Podcasts or share with a friend. Feel free to ask us questions at our Facebook at facebook.com slash pixelrefresh. I have been your host, Marco Rodriguez, and I'm joined by none other than Mariel Amaral. We love you guys, and we will see you guys in two weeks. Yo, don't don't stop recording. You got to change the title of this video if you really want people to click on this video and you want this video to be a hit number one title is how to hide your porn history 100 percent. i'll be legit right now bro the title's gotta be like how to hide your porn yeah i'll change it 100 percent legit <laughs> you're gonna see how big this fucking episode's gonna be yo people out there like scrolling through it where's he talk about that fucking porn how do i hide my goddamn porn history what duck duck go and i gotta get brave All right, my wife last week you know what i mean she found out i was listening to that fucking porn man <laughs> the number one thing people go come listen to this podcast yo